Episode 12 of the Playing It Wrong Podcast. This episode, we're going to answer some messages and some calls, and I'm going to do a little rant. And this one's going to sound a little weird because I'm using the web interface rather than Audacity for most of it. So please bear with me. Up first, we've got good old Colin Spike Pitt. We love the guy. Hello, Colin Green here. Um, just listened to your last episode. Man, you got yourself fired up there, bro. Um, yeah, it was Jason who said about the uh, <clears throat> rehashing fairly well-worn subjects. I think I, I might be to blame. Uh, I, I raised a question about GM screens, and uh, I've only been back in the hobby a couple of years, so I had a, like a 20-year hiatus to raise a family, and I must have got a little bit off the pace. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I hadn't realised that the uh, GM screen thing had had so much chat around it so but i won't make that mistake again um anyway yeah i i got into this anchor thing because it's just so easy in it you know and and fresh and kind of instant really enjoying it and um i look forward to hearing about your sharp swords and sinister spells man well hey colin it's no problem you know i don't you know it's i don't even remember what i said in that last episode but hey the thing is it's good for us sometime to rehash all that old stuff because sometimes you come up with new ideas. And I think I said it, or I might have said it in a blog post. It's kind of good for us OSR types to rehash some stuff because I've been seeing lots of those videos on YouTube of these new bright, shiny faces and doing the 101 stuff that we've talked about for years now and getting like 90,000 views on YouTube. So it makes no sense to me. So, hey, no problem, man. Welcome to Anchor. Keep calling in. Hey, ask any question you want about gaming. You know, just about gaming, all right? All right. Thanks a lot, Colin. Ah, next up, we have the lovely and talented Matt Jackson. I'm No, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm trying to be funny. Uh, yeah, Matt wants to talk about Star Trek, Star Wars, and what I said, because there was a little hiccup somehow on Anchor, and it said I didn't publish that Star Wars episode, but I thought I did, so I redid it, and he called in on that one. So this time, Matt, here we go. Hey, Chuck, it's Matt, Matt Random. I gotta say, I, I gotta disagree with you, man. Um, you know, I've first off, I've never had an inclination or desire to play in a Star Trek game. Just never excited me. But, you know, they, they solve all their problems by thinking them through. <laughs> that sounds so boring. Um, but uh, on to the Star Wars, you know, I was a fanatic about Star Wars when I was younger. I got a hold of everything I could, and I ran West End Games, Star Wars, and I absolutely hated it. Stormtroopers sucked, which, yes, did mimic the movies very well, but as a GM, it was absolutely frustrating, and I detest that game. I've never played any of the others because they, the first game soured my uh, love of the Star Wars world so much. Hey, no problem, Matt. Hey, we can agree to disagree. But hey, at least you were spared the D20 Star Wars, which I'm guessing that both of us would probably go like, 
on and the current version from Fantasy Flight of the Lucky Charm dice. However, if you happen to like Savage Worlds, there's some fan-made Savage Worlds Star Wars hacks out there that I've heard are pretty good. As far as Star Trek goes, yeah, you never played in games that we had. Even as Federation officers, we were murder hobos. One of the most important things we learned is that phasers make much better grenades than they do pistols. Anyway, thanks for calling in, Matt. And now for the meaty part of this episode, job versus class. Now, what am I talking about here? This is this is edition neutral. It doesn't matter what edition of, of the world's most famous role-playing game that you, 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 you play. This happens, especially when splat books start getting involved. I guess the original kind of, I don't want to say, well, yeah, I'll say it, offender of this is assassin, okay? So, assassin, your job is to kill somebody for money. You know, sort of like a mercenary. It's just you know the name of the person you're being sent to kill. But it's a class, too. So you get this confusion of this person is an assassin, but they're not the assassin class. And then, of course, you know, later on you get extra classes like, oh, a bounty hunter. Well, yes, you can sort of be a bounty hunter. Or in third edition, when rangers had favorite terrain and you took urban terrain, you could be a bounty hunter. But then somebody makes a bounty hunter class. And it just gets crazy. It's like... So many times when I was playing Pathfinder, we would get totally confused because so many words had game mechanics meanings, which kind of confused things when the GM was describing things like saying, you're being attacked by a large spider, or you're being attacked by a giant spider, which was actually a large spider, or a medium spider in game mechanics, but descriptive-wise, it was a giant spider because it was a spider that was really huge. I think you know what I mean, even though that's kind of rambly. I guess it's more of a game design type rant. So, you know, if you're going to design a new class, make it unique, not make it sort of another class reskin. The paladin should be more than just a fighter with cleric spells. And, uh, well, an assassin should be more than just a thief who knows how to use poison. Yes, I know, in both those examples, there's other stuff. You know, make, make the new classes unique and interesting. You know, make... And, you know, when, you know, making these classes or even choosing what classes to use in your game... Make sure that the extra classes aren't better at doing the job that the original classes were meant to do. Like, well, somebody's a better fighter than a fighter because of some something. I don't know, whatever. And I know I'm rambling totally on this episode because I, I had lots of ideas and they're just not organized. Also, it's on players to you know make your character interesting. So a fighter can be an assassin, I suppose. Fighter can be a barbarian. Fighter could be a mercenary. Fighter could be a bounty hunter. You just say a fighter's a ranger. I mean, it just takes a judgment call by the DM and maybe just a little tweak here and there. That's it. No, nothing really major. So yeah, job versus class. A character can have a job that has nothing to do with their class, technically. You know, I think this also goes back to how many classes do you need in the game. You know, a lot of us grognards do the good old, you just need four, fighter, magic, cleric, thief, and just do a little tweak after that. And you have basically, you know, your other classes lined up there. So, I don't know, this is, this is also part thought process of what classes I'm going to use in that white box campaign, what I'm going to allow, what I'm going to tweak, I might tweak some of the standards or pull some of the standards. I don't know yet. So, hey, let me know what you think. Job versus class. How many classes do you need? All right, thanks for listening, guys. I know this one's been a crazy, rambling episode, but, hey, like I said, thanks for listening. And thanks for listening. Please visit the blog at theymightbegazebos.blog. That's theymightbegazebos.blog. And the letter B, not B, spelled out. 
or visit us on Facebook and just search for They Might Be Gazebos. Ask us questions and you might get an answer. If not, we'll just make up the questions and the answers. Remember, roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff, and have fun. Intro music is Metal Mania by Kevin McLeod, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution license. Please visit his website at incompetech.com. That's incompetech.com. Really, visit it. There's also downloadable graph paper and hex paper. Additional sound effects from freesound.org, used under a Creative Commons 0.1.0 universal license.